So I just said, look for the leak under there, and when you find it, just keep wrapping duct tape around it until it stops. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Are you, wait, do you know anything about plumbing? Well, that's what he asked me, and I said, no, I'm actually a prep cook down at Finn's. Because you're a prep cook, and you don't know about plumbing. I, nothing. Then he hung up. Right, so he hung up. Yeah. I don't play. I probably hang. Oh, wait. Hey, we're rolling. All right, well, let's roll. Well, I'm Rich. And I'm Mark. And we are Two, two guys, guys on Block, Block Island. Island. Okay, listeners, uh, today we have, well, you know, you know, Rich, they say good things happen to good people, right? Yeah. Now, I don't know our first, our guest today all that well, bumped into him a few times, seemed like a nice guy, but you get the vibe that he's a good dude, just straight up. I hope so. Always friendly, always happy, always just, you know, you know, down for a chat. Yeah. And we're really lucky to have him. He's had an interesting journey out here on Block Island and off island. As the host of the popular television series, This Old House. Of course, we're talking to our friend, Kevin O'Connor. How are you, Kev? I'm doing all right, guys. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank yeah. you very much. Great to be here. Appreciate it. Yeah, glad we finally made it happen. Yeah, us too. Thanks yeah. for, uh, you know, the texts and the yeah. communication. We got there. We got yeah. there. We're on island time. It happens. That's you know? all right. Yeah. yeah. Well, with the flow, that's kind of how yeah. we, we try to do it. So yeah. speaking of island time, we're, we'd love to talk to you a bit later on about This Old House, of course, but... Uh, our first question that we ask all of our guests is, um, what brought you to Block Island? When did you first come here? Uh, what's your Block Island story, basically? Yeah, you, you guys probably know it as well as I do, believe it or not, because I married into it. So <laughs> yes. it, my wife brought me here. Okay, and your wife is? Kathleen Feeks. Yes. Uh, and so she and her family have been coming out here forever, and I'll get into that. But essentially... Um, I had visited Block Island with my folks because they're some Rhode Island stuff there, and it was one of those come over for the day, go back type of thing. So, day trippers. Yeah. How old were you for that? I was probably in high school. Wow. You know, it was one of those, you know, off-season family vacations. Let's yeah. go away for five days. And yeah. uh, granddad was from uh, Providence, you know, area. So we went yeah. down there, and we took a day trip or something it, like And that. back in those days, like, because we did the same thing. We're from Western Mass originally. But back in those days, Block Island was like, a place to come for a cheap, cheap day trip. Basically, it was like hop on the ferry for ten bucks or whatever, and come over and get ice cream and hang out. Yeah, and we were already like we're Jersey people, so we were already renting a place in Rhode Island, oh. you know, hanging out there. So that was literally like we're not gonna get another place, just come and go. So yeah. I don't, I don't even count it as a visit, you know, given, <laughs> gotcha. given what happened afterwards. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which was, was a full a, on <laughs> head plunge. <laughs> that was an appetizer. That, that was like a, yeah, like that was tapas. Yeah, not yeah. even a little snack. Yeah. Get, <laughs> just getting your feet wet. Yeah, that yeah. was the misto olives or whatever. That nothing, nothing to it. Um, <laughs> but then I met my wife Kathleen, and Block Island, you know, her family's all about it. Okay, and I. I adopted it quickly. I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm down for this. How'd you guys meet? So uh, we met through mutual friends in business school. I was in B school. My buddy was dating one of her best friends from high school. And Kathleen had just moved back from the Seattle area to Boston. And my buddy and his girlfriend, uh, Kathleen's best friend you know, from high school, was like, oh, you guys got to meet. Ah. And we actually were kind of both seeing people. Okay. So we did one of those, oh, yeah, let's go to tailgate, hang out or whatever. Yeah. And then it mm-hmm. sort of just, you know, wound up from there and yeah. everything else unwound. <laughs> hey, <laughs> when it's right, it's right. You yeah. Know what, you know, yeah. you get the vibe. Yeah. She's a sweetie, too. 
Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's so awesome. My my history with her is we. Oh, hey, we wait worked, a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 See, this was what I was worried about. Like, <laughs> I are you guys re- asking me? Qu- I'm going to learn more about this. <laughs> I don't remember everything, but no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I we worked together for a couple of years, but we were really young. We were I I don't know, probably 14 and 15 years old. She Ernie's, was, yeah, Ernie's, yeah. Ernie's, and I think did she even transgress down to Finn's as a bus girl? Maybe I can't remember. It, it is possible. I have yeah. lost track of who did what because I've heard of all you yeah, know because yeah. all the siblings did it too and right. everything like that oh i worked here i definitely know she worked at ernie's oh yeah no i definitely know yeah, that too right. but uh yeah i just remember thinking so cute you know <laughs> she was very cute and i i the way i met kathleen was when i started here as a bouncer and i think she bartended here at nick's for a little bit maybe again like you guys would know more i'm, I'm ashamed you know more than me because i don't right. know if it was her or sister worked here or john played I'm, here or, you know i'm like, pretty sure kathleen might have been a bartender here for a minute because I remember, like, her, I, she was from Zena Clark was yeah. running the place yeah, was, at the time, yeah. and they were all buddies. And I came in so green, and I'm like, oh, those are the cool bar. I'm like, God, <laughs> she's so cool. Look at all the cool bartenders. You, you might be right, but when I think of Nick's and I think of Kathleen, the connection I make is customer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. The, the yeah. other side of the bar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, the stories, the stories that I hear are like, oh, yeah, we went through the back window. We'll have yeah. the same <laughs> and I was like, the what? The what? You know, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Those are the good old days. They were. They were. So, so you guys end up meeting and then you start dating. And now, now because her family's out here, you start coming out to Block Island yeah. more frequently and visiting, obviously. Yeah, totally. And yeah. We, got, we got married out here. You did. We got married at the Spring House. Okay. Um, so what this, year was that ish? We got married in 02, 2002. Couple years after, Ooh, we met. twenty years coming 20, up. Twenty years soon, yeah, already. Already just happened. had twenty. Oh, congrats! Yeah, thank you very much. The, the least eventful twentieth anniversary ever because it was like, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> no, but it was just like it's like kids and she went back to work yeah. and I'm traveling and you yeah, know, it was just like, oh man, like we're gonna totally miss this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're like, yeah, okay, you know, we did stuff, but it wasn't like sometimes you gotta let the calendar delegate the time to celebrate. Yeah, you know totally. what I mean. Yeah, and I didn't mean to make that rhyme; it just happens. It was you know? good. Um, yeah. but yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta say, hey. It's two weeks later, but here's our window. Let's go celebrate or do something. Yeah, you know, yeah. I do it all the time now because you can't. You, know, you can't. Yeah, you, you can't. can't. You just can't. You, you can't do everything all the time. No. But, and then, and then you you're know. out on a random Saturday and you're just like, oh, this is supposed to be good, but there's six things falling apart behind you because you moved it. It's just like, no, let's just do it on our own. Yeah. Time, so yeah. now here's a weird question because I should remember this, but is it possible that I did your rehearsal dinner? I did one for one of the Feeks at Sharky's restaurant. Not mine. That wasn't yours. No, because okay. we did it at the Narragansett. Okay, so it's got to be one. It's got to be. There's one sister I don't know that well. Um, Karen is the oldest. Okay, and maybe there's did more not than... spend a lot of time out here. Okay, and then Carolyn is older than Kathleen, and she worked out here a lot. Lived here in the off season. For I a remember bit. her. Younger sister Christine, who's younger by several years, also you know did spend some time out here. Yeah, but I. Th- it, Again, I could be wrong. And they'll tell me tomorrow when they listen. <laughs> but I, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Carolyn, my wife Kathleen, and her brother John spent more time out here. Yeah. Um, working and stuff. Yeah. And then Christine probably after that. And Christine's very tight with a lot of, you know, the Dodge family. Amy Dodge was like yep. one of her best buds and stuff like that. Yeah. Christine yeah. worked with me for three years. You know, yeah. I was going for the trifecta, but I couldn't find another Feeks to work with me. And I was trying to, <laughs> that you know. was it. She, she pulled a good one. She was one of those ones that, like, I never. I don't know. Do you know Christine? I do. Okay, so she's pretty um, confident when she, she speaks. Like you, yes. you just you're like, okay, sure, no problem. So she's like, yep, I'm 21 as an employee at my restaurant. I'm like, okay, great. So we spend the whole summer, you know, having fun and drinking after work. And 
when her birthday finally comes around the next year, I think she goes, all right, I have to confess something. I'm actually 21 now. And she was like, you know, I hope you don't hate me. You know, and I was, she, she did. I think she, I don't know if she did it out of honesty or because she was afraid that I was going to find out, you know, the, the hard way and well, come down on her. Look at, there's a few people that, you know, you know, Chris, uh, Christine's one of those, I think that, like you said, confident enough and adult enough to be like, Oh, Whatever yeah. you don't have to worry about her getting drunk and no. being an idiot. She's she was like a better behaved cool drinker than, than most twenty one year olds. Yeah, yeah, than me for sure. Course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, be- well, at least back in the day. Yeah. Well, anyway, love she, her. She, she always she's rings put together. Yeah, she, she's, she's, she's very. Yeah, she's tight. She's um. She's always one that I'm so happy when I see her. Yeah. You know, like it's just. Like, I'm pretty you know, sure I DJ'd her wedding. I think I might have. I can't really remember. I feel like I did. I'm glad we can't. But I love her much. husband. I know her. James. James is a, a yep. super cool dude. James Hammond. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Really yeah. nice. The, the guy. kids are awesome. Yeah. He's got. They've, they've got two. Yeah. Very close with our kids. Cool. Every, the, the 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 younger cousins um, are like super fired up when that's they hear awesome. that their other cousins are coming out. You yeah. Know, they're kind of like, oh, we're going to Block Island for the weekend. Oh, that's cool. And then it's like, oh, you know, Benjamin and Caleb are coming. What? You know, you get a freak lot of out. That. They freak out. That's it's cool. Awesome. So yeah. do you guys do that a lot? Does the whole family get together out here on the island now? or is so, it? so 4th of July is what I call the Feeks Christmas. Okay. You know, <laughs> that's the big family event for yeah. their family. Yeah. You know, that's the sort of must attend and all that. Yeah. So everyone piles in for that. And for the longest time, it was just cramming in the Katie and Mike's house down at Ebbets Hollow. Yeah. Tent in the backyard kind of thing. Last couple of years um you know i think you know a family or two have rented a place next to it for the long weekend or for yeah. a week and stuff like that and then we've started renting the last three years on our own to be out here for the entire summer so we've been able to kind of make that happen as the family's grown yeah. but when i you know was first initiated into it it was just like oh what are we doing for the fourth like, what do you mean what are we doing for the <laughs> yeah, fourth right. like huh? this has been on a calendar for nine years <laughs> we're going to the, yeah. you know, to the block i love yeah. that you use the word initiated too like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know it's like yeah. you're in now yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what we should do this fourth what Oh, nothing. <laughs> gotcha. Understood. Yeah. You know. So that's, like- that's the big family event. That happens. And yeah. then throughout the summer, other weekends come together just based on people's schedules. Gotcha. I'm going to make a note of that. I'm going to crash next year. Yeah? Yeah. Crash the Feeks 4th? I think so. Christmas. Feeks. Oh, the Feeks Christmas. Christmas in July. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Christmas in I'm July. show up. There's, a, there's other places that we'd like to go. Yeah. You know, like Charlie's been inviting us up forever. Yeah, like, come yeah, on. Yeah, and yeah. we're like, no, we can't. Like, we got obligations. Yeah. You know? it's a Down thing. to the parade at this time, yep. breakfast at this time, Schedules. You know, barbecue at this like, time. Do you set up the chairs in advance so you have we, your spot? We don't. Well, we know where to go. You, you know, know where you got You got your spot. We kind of get down there. Do you guys early. hang out near the dive shop uh, over at uh, Star Cottage? Is that? No, yeah. no, we're right. We're right in front of um, Salt and Pepper, or uh, what is it, Pepper Cat? Oh, you do the town. Oh, yeah, we do okay. the town. We yeah. stand right in front of Chris's place. Okay, you know, right there. Yeah, you know, the kids go in, see Megan and the boys, and all this stuff. Yeah, and so we just kind of hang out. I don't know why. I don't dare ask. It, it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't matter. No, it's you just know. somewhere. There's a book, and it's all written down. Yeah. What you shall do, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's repeated every year. And I'm like, I'm assuming it's in the book on page 69. So I'm hey, just gonna go, and we're gonna the, stand there. Yeah, we're gonna do this stuff. The word Bible starts with a bi. Oh, wow. wow. That's good, that's, man. That is good. The, the Feeks Christmas Bible. Yeah. That's yeah. the, you know. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, you, did you get an instruction manual when you married into the family <laughs> no. with all of this stuff? No, you just got to figure it out. They leak it to you a little bit, you yeah. know, with each mistake you make. It yeah, was easy. You know. it, was, yeah. it was an easy acquisition, absolutely. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good game. So, So what did you guys, when, when, when uh, you and Kathleen were getting together and coming out here to block out, what were some of the things like you loved, or the first things about the island that you were like, oh, this is great. This is my favorite spot or my favorite restaurant or whatever. So for me, it's about like the thing that grabbed me was just how naturally beautiful it is. Yeah. So I'm a Jersey guy, right. big family. Rich is too. 
Oh. I lived in the Jurors for a couple of years. Yeah. Well, I grew up there and lived there all through college. Whereabouts? Uh, I grew up in a town called Maplewood, which is just next to Newark and South Orange. Yeah, I was in Secaucus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which so is not that far off. Not too far, yeah. yeah. Um, and then after the last, oh, I got there's seven kids in my family. And so after the youngest went off to college, mom and dad sold that house because it was almost, it was all bedrooms. It's yeah. like a kitchen and a boatload of bedrooms, <laughs> you know. And then they moved to Morristown and that's where they still are. Okay. But we, but we were going to the Jersey Shore since I was a baby. Ah. My grandmother started taking us to the Jersey Shore and then we rented every year for a week. And then, you know, when the job got better for two weeks and then about 15 years ago, my, my parents bought a place. Uh, but if you've been to the Jersey Shore, Long Beach Island in particular, you know, your yard is stone. Like it's that gravel thing yeah. that's got going yeah. on. Oh, I've spent some yeah. time down yeah. there. And it's I've, as big as the house, right? There's like a little pathway on the left and a little pathway on the right, which is awesome. I love it. Yeah. But was when it, you go from that to this, <laughs> you're like, well, who's developing that over there? And yeah. like, no, no, no one's developing that. That's just open space. And I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like, forever? Like, oh, yeah. Forever. Forever. It's always going to look like that yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So I got way into that. And yeah. I just was like, all right, this is the best. This, yeah. for me, was the best thing about it. Other than the, you know, the, the connection that I got from Kathleen and her family and all the friends yeah. that she just plugged us right into, right. the natural beauty was a thing for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I did go to the Jersey Shore once as a kid on, again, a day trip with some friends, I think, we're in, that are outside of Philly it was a close drive so and uh, I must have been like 10 or 11 and I was like this place is great there's yeah. <laughs> boardwalks and t-shirt shops oh, and, yeah. and amusement rides and water slides I'm like oh my god I was losing it because we used to go to Cape Cod and sit in a cottage like again the reverse and right. I'm like twiddling my thumbs playing you know yeah. solitaire I'm like, my, my yeah. kids love it out here like they love it now more than ever because they're out here all summer and they've got their friend group and all that but we are going to Long Beach Island in a week and a half as soon as we pull out here. Oh, wow. And my kids, because we do that every year to go see my family. Yeah. And my kids are like, when are we going to LBI? When are we going to LBI? <laughs> you know, and it's funny to see them get excited to leave here and go to Honky Tonk. You know? yeah. But, yeah. but they're just like, water park, yeah. boardwalks. Right. You know, like, hey, they both have their, you know, perks. You know? Totally. Yeah. And they've yeah. got the Jersey Jean. I gave him a little bit yeah. of the Jersey yeah, Jean. That's in there. You know, you could take the boy out of Jersey, yeah, you, but yeah. you never take the Jersey never. out of the boy. I'm make that T-shirt, Jersey yeah. Jeans. Jersey Jeans. <laughs> yeah, so, that, that's know. good. Yeah. That's definitely my favorite thing for, by far. Absolutely. Is yeah. that where the Haunted Mansion was, or is that Long Beach or Long Branch? Probably I one of them. I don't think it's LBI. When I was younger, so there was a wrong. big, famous haunted like house. I know the not, one you're not talking about. Not like a haunted about. house, but like a when you pay to go through. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I remember seeing ads for that and like begging my parents to. Take yeah, yeah, it was and they were really like, bad. "We're not driving all the way down there." Yeah, that's yeah. totally a Jersey thing. Yeah, yeah and I think definitely. the Jersey Shore is why Block Island passed certain ordinances. To my knowledge, I don't think you can. I think one of the businesses they've outlawed here is miniature golf for courses. sure. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I don't That'd... think you can if you wanted to, without the help of extreme legal fees. I don't think you could open a miniature golf course. Here. No, I'm pretty sure that's off the books. Yeah, well, we're yeah. gonna do we're gonna do two rounds of mini golf in a couple of weeks. Of course, kids, kids are gonna insist, and I'm gonna be like, really? And mini like, golf ain't what it I'm used dropping a hundred bucks to play this course again. <laughs> like, you know, like, I've been playing this course since I was four. I got this shit down, this stuff down. Uh, you can say shit if you want. I, I can't. I know. You <laughs> don't worry. I'm a PBS okay. guy. <laughs> oh, that's right. Right. right, right like right, the, my right. spine starts to turn when I see. You know, it's like, oh, jeez. I got publicly bathed. I've been, been beaten. beaten oh, no, to it's not. PBS I can't imagine. So, what was your life? Uh, like off, so you and you and Kathleen were settled in Boston area, correct? Yeah. So we okay. met. Uh, we both lived in Boston, uh, Charlestown, North End, that type of thing. We got married just before we got married. We moved to Eastie, uh, East Boston, because I was, uh, you know, dead set on buying a fixer upper. 
uh-huh. uh, multifamily fixer upper. And so at the time, EC was the place. And so I convinced her to move over to EC. She's like, no. And I was like, yeah, come on, let's do this, uh, which we did. God bless her. She was all for it, or kind of all for it. She was put up with it. Um, and then uh, that didn't work, but we ended up on North Shore of Boston, uh, first off in Beverly. Yeah. And we did buy a two-family fixer upper with her and all that kind of stuff. And then we were there for 10, 12 years and then moved over to Hamilton when the kids became a school age. And what were you guys doing for work at that time? So we were both in finance, um, which is kind of interesting given where we both are now. Um, I was commercial banking, believe it or not. So we were doing big corporate loans to big companies type of thing. And it was it was weird because I, I got the sports uh, business. So we made loans to professional sports teams really if you can believe that and to the wow. leagues and stuff like that which was very cool i'm not a huge sports guy so all my buddies are just like that's the most wasted job ever <laughs> well that's probably part of why you're you were selected you that, know they, it, it, it actually just, was it, from what i gather a lot of the categories they put big lenders and they want you to have no emotion about what you're lending money for. They totally, it was definitely like, well, part really, of it. Like, yeah, their business plan sucks, but I freaking love the Giants. Oh, yeah, so I'm yeah. going to okay this oh, yeah. $3 million loan, you know? Oh, totally. I never thought about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. You're spot on. A lot of people would give the Red Sox anything they want. Right, right, right. Like, right but right. no, they want you to almost have a, um, mm, not sociopathic, but you, you've got to be like, no emotion. Yeah. So, in other words, if you are passionate about something, you're out. You can't. Yeah. You're not capable of making decisions about lending money to right. things you're passionate about. And it, yeah. and it's good for the banking side of the business, but it's not great for the social side of the business because you know if you're a banker, you got to you got to you know schmooze the clients and all that kind of stuff. And it'd be a lot of times I'd be in situations and I'd be like, Hey, how you doing? I'm so and so. Who are you? You know, my buddies <laughs> be like, uh, That's the uh, coach of the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, what? My <laughs> bad. The Mr. Lakers. I love golf. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I was doing banking and, and Kathleen. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. I always gotta, hit it in the on. lake. We have to explore this just a little bit. So, were you ever in a situation where you're, you're with some bigwig and you got to like kind of pretend like you kind of know something about sports and you're like bullshitting them? Every time I was with a bigwig, I pretend I knew something about sports. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not a big sports guy. I'm not either. You know, like I'll watch football if it's absolutely unbearable outside, and I literally, you know, there's nothing else to do, yeah. or if it's an evening game, and again, there's nothing better to do but i'm not like you know i gotta see my patriots or anything yeah, like yeah, that you know yeah. i mean i have tickets to fenway a few games i'm and, you envious know. of sports fans that they have that kind of, right? i kind yeah. of am you know i'm like god that must be really nice to just have something you're just so psyched about that you know you can every sunday you know it's like oh, that's what i'm doing this sunday i can't wait it wasn't every like i my all my college buddies so I came from Jersey to, to Worcester, Mass to go to college. So, and most of the guys on my hall were locals, like were Massachusetts guys. Yeah. And it was like required, like six o'clock sports came on and Bob Mabel <laughs> was at 618. Oh yeah. And I'm like, dude, what are we doing? Like it's sport. Like we saw this yesterday. Yeah. No, <laughs> Nothing no, 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 happened no, no. last night, you know? And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It we go through matter. it. And it, and literally <laughs> we, we used to tell stories when I first got the gig that I have now, which was I would fight them on weekends for the clicker because I'd be like we watched sports six days this week I get to watch this old house for an hour today and they'd be like no and then they'd leave I'd be sitting there by myself like is this a victory or did I just lose Uh, wait so were you into this old house yeah way into it you really oh yeah I grew up a huge fan of it oh my god that's great okay we'll get to that we'll get to that so you wanted to buy a fixer-upper so clearly right see I I don't I bought a fixer-upper and owned it for 17 years and never fixed it up it was perfect (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. duct tape under yeah, the sink. It was like yeah. an 1858 do 
duplex and right here in Wakefield, Rhode Island. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, hence I thought, the duct tape. Exactly. I thought plumbing would have been in your family, but we'll get to that. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Anyway, so yeah, you guys but, are doing corporate finance, big, big. That stuff, was me. She then, was doing or, funds, mutual funds, stuff okay. like that. Yeah, doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Living that Boston metro fun life and hanging out, going just. Yeah, just yeah. the two of us. Cool. Yeah, both have jobs. You know, we got good friends yeah. in town and just doing that sort of Thursday, Friday, Saturday night thing yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's fun. And, and thinking about, the, you know, like we're married now, we're a little older. So, you know, I was like 30 something or whatever. So I wasn't like super young when I got married, but, yeah. you, know, it's, you know, we're getting there. Yeah. Um, and then bought the house and then got after it. Okay. You know? So that's what, so you buy this fixer upper and now yeah. you're in Hamilton, right? And uh, that's is- Beverly. Yep. Close by. You have five, uh, fixer up in Beverly. So, which was the one though that got you that? That one. That was the Beverly. one. Okay. Yeah. So, can you? Exp- I know you've told the story a million times. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You're so That's sick that. of it. But, but can you tell our listeners about that whole process and what yeah. happened? So, we're in Eastie looking for fixer uppers, multifamilies, and every offer we made, they're just like, "Nah, you're way off." And I'm like, "You got to be kidding me! Like these places are rat traps, all this kind of stuff." But I got a buddy, a college roommate who lives up on the North Shore, just buys a house in Hamilton. Um, and he's still on the real estate list from the guy who sold him the house. You know, those things just keep coming. And yeah. All yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows what I'm looking for. And so in my inbox one day is this listing for a beat up old Victorian in Beverly, Massachusetts. Kath and I, um, she's on board with this now. Like it's time to go to the burbs. It's time to get this thing. Yeah. EC's never going to happen for yeah. us. People want $400,000 <gasps> for a three family. <laughs> exactly. That looks at the water in the ocean. Isn't it amazing? It is. Amazing. And we're going to turn into an Airbnb like, oh, and what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is amazing. Man. If I think about the deals I lost, but anyway, <laughs> uh, God, I just wish I bought a bunch of cars and put them in a garage. Oh my God, yeah. like a charger, like a sixty-nine charger, five hundred bucks, right. and now they're worth. Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So the email comes in. We go up to it. We check it out. I'm like, yeah, this place is ripe. This is great. We've never been to Beverly before. Yeah. I walk to the train station because I got to commute to Boston. She walks to the beach with our dog. Just, you know, And she comes back. She's like, you know, it's like a four-minute walk to the beach. And I was like, you know, it's like a three-minute walk to the train. <laughs> so we buy the place. It doesn't work. Like the kitchen doesn't work. The bathroom's yeah, don't work. Yeah, how bad was it? It was pretty bad. Like yeah. the 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 first people to show up after us was the fire department because like the gas line to the stove was going and all that kind of stuff and they're just like what's up with this um we, there was the water was running i could say that so That's the toilets good. worked but the lights didn't all work and all that kind of stuff but it was yeah. fine like it was perfect yeah and i bought it with a, it's a two family i actually bought it with a college roommate oh you know, kathleen and i and my buddy um and then we just got to work and so it was great you were handy before this pretty decently handy decently handy grew up liking to do it father was a um engineer job sites brothers were i hate business. doing it yeah really yeah. really yeah. like doing it mark knows my wife wanted a new floor and trim and so i got her a compound miter saw that was my- <laughs> you should see patty by the way dude his, his wife that's what is- she got and, a, and a, here's the number for for the lumber yard, and just call them and tell That's them what awesome. you need. She's good. That's I literally awesome. this winter I came out to to do another podcast interview, and and Patty's in there like grouting tile oh, and yeah, just yeah. like yeah. Just table yeah. saws and everything. Yeah. Like, That's, That's Kathleen. Good. Like, she's way into it. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. So we were working on it, and uh, like there was this historical detail that we wanted to replicate, and I don't. I still to this day don't know, and Kathleen doesn't know either, but. 
we wrote a letter to the magazine, this old house magazine. I don't know why. Like, who the hell writes letters to magazines and expects to get an answer? But we're like, hey, can you tell us how to replicate this rounded detail in an old plaster and lath wall? Da 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 da. Short story is, unbeknownst to us, they were starting our sister show, which is Ask This Old House. Okay. It was the first season they were filming it. It wasn't on TV yet. No one knew about it. But the idea is, other than a season-long renovation of an entire house, same guys pull questions from the mailbag, come out in half a day, do a fix. So there is no mailbag <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. for the show, but the magazine is up and running. So they go through that. They find our letter, yeah. call us up, and they're just like, hey, any chance we can come out and help you do that? But, uh, and I just heard this old house wanted to come, and I was like, yes. <laughs> That's it. We yeah. wanted it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. like Tommy Silva? Yes. Yep. So they came. We filmed a segment for Ask This Old House, which wasn't on TV, um, which was cool. You know, Tom came, and we did our thing, and he messed with me, and we had a good time, and I chased him around for the second half of the afternoon. I was like, okay, you helped us fix this, but how do we do this? How do we do that? You know, because nothing in the house was working, and we still had to figure it all out. And he was super cool. Like, yeah, okay. Off they went. Dorky stuff. Like, can we get a picture with you on the front yeah, board? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we did all that. Don't worry. We're going to do that to you after the interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's cool. laughs> Nothing good will come of it. I, <laughs> I used up all that love. Uh, uh, I'll keep my shirt on yeah. for this picture. <laughs> Maybe. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then a month later, like they call back. They literally call back. And they're just like, hey, uh, I got home from work that day from the bank. You know, blue suit, tie, yeah. wingtips. Kathleen's like, this old house call today. And up until this point, that entire day where we filmed, she handled all the logistics because she was working from home, I think. I was going early to the bank and all that. And so she took the calls and organized it. Yeah, you can come and all this kind of stuff. Because they send producers to make sure this stuff. And, yeah. and I was like, what do they want? She said, well, I, I don't know. They wanted to talk to you. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. So we spent the whole <laughs> Nobody night. Nobody wants to talk to me. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, after having talked to her, like, why would they want to talk to me? <laughs> yeah. uh, we spent the whole night trying to figure it out. She guessed it. She's like, oh, they want to talk to you about being on the show or something like that. And I was like, there's no chance of that. I literally, honest to God, not making this up, I literally was like, I know what they want. Because the director, the day of the filming, was asking me all about my business. What does a banker do? How do you make loans? How do you do credit? All that. And I was like, these guys want a loan. They want money. They want money. Oh. They totally want money. And I, that night was like, all right, how would I price a PBS loan for a nonprofit bad team? You know, I was just like, literally, next day, I picked up the phone ready to do my deal. And I'm like, unlike the Lakers and the Red Sox, I got this. Like, yeah. like, I know this. I know this. I thought you were going to be like, I can't do it. I'm too passionate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'd love to help you, but I love the show and I'm not allowed to. Lend yeah. money to people yeah. I love. <laughs> and uh, they took the call and they're just like, hey, why don't you come in? We want to talk about you working with us, helping us out. And I was like, what does helping out mean? And so well, you know, we had lunch and they were like, you want to be the host of both shows? Like just, uh, just Both wanna... shows. Just straight up, do you want, offered you the gig? Do you want to be the host of this old house and this other show, this ass, this old house? Like what, that, just started what, with that. What did you, what, what did, what happened to your brain at that moment? I was like, did, what's, where's the gag? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, what's the gig? Like, right. Host, like, host with, for what? Like, what part of hosting? Because you're going to have Steve Thomas, who was the host at the time after Bob Vila. Yeah. Like, what am I going to host? Am I going to host this new thing off to the side? No, host the show. Like, what show? This show. Not this show. But, you know, it's just like, yeah. It's like, no. Nah, and so he was. Then they're like, maybe we shouldn't. He seems a little slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> he's not. He's, he's, he's not, not quite catching. getting it. And by the way, can we have some money? Yeah. Um, yeah. So at the time, Steve Thomas uh, yeah. had probably, I'm assuming, had made. His decision he, to leave, it hadn't he, been publicly announced yet. It had not been announced. Okay. He had already told them he was leaving after the season they were in. So while they were filming those first episodes of Ask This Old House, their antenna were up. Right. You know, and they're just like, oh, we got to replace Steve eventually. And if you think about it, 
the, the job of the host, everyone else is a professional contractor except for me. Right. Like legit professional contractors grew up. Most of them are like third, fourth generation contractors. The host is the voice of the audience and asks them, well, how do you do this? Yeah. What did you just say? Repeat it. Stop lying to me. What's the real trick? That kind of thing. you know. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I was doing when they were in my house. Like yeah. They came for this thing, but I was like, Tommy Silva's never coming back. So I hounded them like a dog and it was like, what about this? What about that? And they were just like, that's what we need. We need a yeah. dumbass who doesn't know, who's who's intrepid <laughs> enough to do it, but also doesn't know enough to ask a million questions. Yeah. And I, that's eventually how I got it. It was just like. So you have the meeting with these guys and it goes down. They ask you, and obviously I'm assuming, did you just say, or were you like, I have to go talk to my wife first? I think about it or was it? Well, was I was it? a banker. So I said, eh, I'll think about it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, and then right, I went right, home and worked yeah, the deal in my yeah. head. Like, you can't, like, I'm still a finance guy. I'm just like, how's this going to work? Right. <laughs> you know? And I'm thinking PBS, this old house. I was like, this can't, this is going to be like a tote bag paycheck type of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. But I definitely was, just, you know, I was like, I, I did not want to be in this industry. I would not have said yes if anyone else had come to me and asked me this, you know, yeah. like at Price is Right. I was like, hey, you want to be that? I was like, no, that's a dumb idea. Yeah. But this one thing, because I was so stoked with these guys and I loved it, you know, I just was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was young enough. I, t I literally told my boss at the bank um, that I was leaving and he did the same thing I did. He's like, do what? I was like, host show. What show? <laughs> you know, <laughs> this show. No, what are you going to do? I was like, it took forever. But when I was leaving, I was like, dude, hold my seat. Like, I'll be back in about a year and a half. Did you really think you thought you were like, yeah, I'm not going to last, but it'll be a fun trip. I'll do it. And how do you, just, how do you not? How like, do you say no? How do you say no? Yeah. 30 something. You don't have kids. Like you both got jobs. Just like, yeah. How do you say no? If there's a time for a risk, that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Right yeah. there. Not saying that you're a risk, you know, they, you know, <laughs> no, they, but you yeah. are. You definitely are. TV's a bad Everything's, business. Everything's, yeah. Everyone washes out yeah. TV. Yeah. You know, yeah. and even the people who do well. Yeah. I could tell you stories about guys who've been on top shows who I've hung out with are like, I'd love your job. And I'm like, that's a really bad decision. Why would you love my job? You got the best show on ABC Sunday night to yeah. 10X. And he's like, because it's going to be off the air in four years. Yeah. Like, that's the cycle. The ev yep. evolution. Yeah. You know, you're in, you're in a niche that's just goes. It's 40, never going to stop. 42 years. Yeah. yeah. And the guys I work with have been, most of them have been on it since for 42 years. Yeah. And so, how long have you been with the show now? This is 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. So, yeah, right around the time you got married. Was yeah. I hope you didn't have a big anniversary celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't make the wedding anniversary because me and the boys were whooping it yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I missed our, my own anniversary because we were in Aruba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's incredible. So, so then. Well, dumb luck. Totally yeah. dumb luck. Yeah. Like, right place. The best things happen that way, though. Kind of. Yeah. yeah definitely. You know. We, we interviewed a friend of mine uh, that, uh, from my childhood, uh, from Agawam, grew up with Charlie as well, who, uh, same, a similar thing. I mean, he's in television out in Hollywood, and, and he was a Star Wars nerd, and then he somehow got a job writing for oh, yeah. Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah Charlie, our buddy Charlie Matt. told me about this yeah. guy, yeah. And, uh, but a similar thing, like, dream, like as a kid, it was just like, this is it, yeah. you know, and he, it's just amazing to hear these, it's good. I mean, it, it makes me feel great to know that these things just happen sometimes. Yeah. It really does happen, you yeah. know. Well, opportunity favors the well-prepared, too. too. It's one of my favorite sayings. That yeah. is so true. You it's know what I mean? True. Like yeah. the, the, every great success has a touch of luck and a touch of preparedness in it. Yeah. Like, you know, drive will get you there, but you still need a break here and there and you still need a little bit of luck. Yeah. You know, you need, you need everything to kind of, you know. Speaking of a break, I think we might have to take a break right now and check in with our sponsors. All right. If you say so, we'll be right back. Cooler. Check. Ice. Check. Drinks. Check. That's everything. 
All right, let's head down to Fishworks. All right, I'm excited for this trip. I am too. And I, you know what's cool about Fishworks is, I mean, hey, today we're going to go out and try and catch some uh, striped bass, right? But you can get bluefish, fluke, sea bass, bonito, whatever's in season. Yeah, you can book a light tackle or fly fishing morning charter with Captain Chris for up to three people. Right. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. I invited some friends, so we might have to go out on the Harley with Captain Hank because uh, they do half trips and full day trips for up to six people. Oh, and Captain Hank is a hoot. And, of course, the shop, you know, the Fishworks Tackle Shop, they have everything you need, including pointers. If you don't want to go on a charter, they can sell you what you need, tell you where to go and how to do it. Yeah, totally. I think I might pick up uh, a hat and a T-shirt, too, because their merchandise is so on point. Yeah, good-looking stuff. They're located at 40 Ocean Avenue, and they're open every day in season and great merchandise. They really do have some cool stuff. And uh, if you want to check it out online, you can purchase all year long at www.bifishworks.com. All right. How cool is that? Ah, I love it. All right. Let's go catch some fish. Hey, Rich, I feel like I need some exercise. Let's go run the Block Island Triathlon. Um, I'm more into low impact. How about a gentle paddle? Oh, sure. Well, we could go explore the Great Salt Pond on a kayak or paddleboard from Ford Island Kayaks. Yeah, they and you know they have the Hobie pedal boards, too. You ever try one of those out? It's like a bike on water. I've heard about that. They've also got the Peekaboo Glass Bottom Kayak. Yeah, and you can rent all their stuff by the hour, or half day, full day, or even a whole week. If you're going to stay for a week, you can reserve a, a kayak for a week. Yeah, but you know what? You might want to make a reservation if your group is six or more. That's a hot tip for you. Well, that's a good tip. I like it. So uh, basically, you go explore the Great Salt Pond. It's got hidden coves. There's the oyster farms out there, the marinas. Andy's Way is great, you know? Yeah, it's super cool. And it's operated by, and it's located adjacent to our friends at the BI Fishworks place. Oh, nice. All right. Well, you can hear everything we just talked about and more if you go to the BIFishworks.com or you can give them a call at 401 466 Nine two. You know what my favorite thing to do on a paddleboard is? What's that? I like to bring a sandwich with me and paddle out to Andy's way and just kind of camp out there and eat my sandwich. It's like finding your own private spot. I just try to not get sand in my sandwich. Well, better in your sandwich than your shorts. That's my motto. Yeah, good point. Gosh, Rich, it must be really nice to own a house on Block Island. Uh, it, you know what? I feel so blessed and lucky, but, you know, maybe you'll get one soon. Hey, you never know, but I'll tell you what. When I'm ready to shop for a house, I am going straight to Lila Delman Compass. A good call. Yeah, Compass is the number one independent brokerage in the entire United States. You know, Lila Delman Compass here on Block Island, they're the leader in Rhode Island's luxury real estate. They were the number one firm on Block Island in 2021. Yeah, and uh, their sales manager, Rosemary Tobin, she's the island's top producing agent with more than double the sales volume of her closest competitor last year. Well, you know what? If you look, too, at the numbers for Block Island and compare 2022 to 2021, the first quarters, there's been a 21% increase in the average sales price. And the and as far as the market goes, there's been a 42% decrease in the days on the market. So things are moving for yeah, good money. You know, it's, it's a really, hot, interesting time in the market. So, you know, look, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent, Lila Delman Compass can assist you with any of your real estate needs from the island to the mainland to across the country. Yeah, they're they're... They're the best, I think. And, uh, you know, you, you like I said, right, rent, buy, get yourself yeah. out here, you know. Maybe, All right. Maybe rent to look around to buy. That's I'm gonna the start, way to go. I'm going to start saving my pennies. You know, I was thinking of going out to dinner tonight, but 
I changed my mind and I'm cooking at home after opening the BI Times and seeing the latest recipe from Pam Gelsomini and Dish Off the Block. Oh, yeah. I love that column. But you know what? I found out Dish Off the Block isn't only in the Block Island Times. She's got a whole blog at dishofftheblock.com. There you can purchase Pam's new line of Dish Off the Block spices, including Superbly Herbly, Chow Bella, and Raging Cajun. Yeah, not only that, tons of recipes like that Superbly Herbly Striped Bass, uh, Apricot Ginger Sticky Ribs over Shiitake and Leek Fried Rice, uh, uh, she's got mussels and chorizo, parmesan, cream sauce. I mean, those are just a couple of them. Yeah, and you know what? I've also seen that she has a cookbook out called What Can I Make With This Frickin' Chicken? And it's got 50 tried and true recipes using ingredients commonly found in any kitchen, really. Yeah, and those meals, I've made a few of them. They are worthy of a five-star restaurant. They really are. They're very easy. They're approachable. You know, if you're just a novice chef, sometimes, you know, you get scared away by these big, fancy recipes. Not here. Anyone can make these, and that's what's so cool about them. Yeah, check her out. Check out Pam, all her stuff. You go to dishofftheblock.com. You can read the blog. You can shop the spice rack. You can purchase a cookbook or just find something great to make for dinner tonight. Ooh, now I'm getting hungry. I'm always hungry. <laughs> Okay, so we're back. Thanks to our sponsors uh, for supporting the podcast, and uh, we're here with Kevin O'Connor of This Old House. So, Kevin, uh, now you get the gig. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, what was it like, the first, you know, the first day of shooting or the first thing? Were you nervous? Was it like, you know, felt pretty good about it? It's been so long, I don't remember being nervous, but I got to say I had to have been, no doubt about yeah. it. Um, but not super nervous because i don't generally get super nervous about anything yeah like i'm kind of chill Even about chill, stuff yeah. you know or at least i just suppress it in an irish way <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also the the guys who i work with to their credit nicest nicest group of guys you could ever meet to a person and extremely generous like yeah. immediately we're like all right you're our guy that's cool. Put your arm around you kind of thing. Done. Let's not discuss it. Let's get to work. Had already started kind of beating up on me. You know, the, like when Tommy came to my house, he was messing with me. Yeah. Complete stranger. Like, yeah. we're going to show up at a person's house, help him do something. He's screwing my toolbox to the floor, messing with me. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a little bit of that job site stuff that already happened. And I fortunate, I was fortunate to have worked on job sites, you know, for my dad and yeah. stuff like that on breaks. So I knew that was the gig and you got a lot of brothers that, you know, so whatever. But, but mostly to their credit, there was nothing to be nervous about. Yeah. And the job was to walk around and ask the smartest carpenter, smartest plumber, you know, smartest landscape guy, what's going on? And yeah. I legitimately w was like, what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> please tell me. Please tell me. Like, yeah. how do you do this? Yeah. And and can I try it? And did I did not care when I tried it that I screwed up at it. And someone leaned over my shoulder and said, do it this way, because that guy was Norm Abram. Right. So what's hard about that? Honestly, yeah. like, what's mm -hmm. hard about that? Yeah, I like Norm. Yeah. yeah. How's Norm? He's awesome. Yeah. He yeah. just he just officially retired. He did. Which is remarkable. It's 42 years of this old house, 20 plus years wow. of uh of uh New Yankee workshop and the we were very fortunate. I was just with him was it 4 weeks, 3 weeks ago. We all went to LA. Um the show received a lifetime Emmy award. Um which is sort of remarkable. I'm not super impressed with that stuff because, you know, the Emmys are the Emmys, but yeah. there's only been two other shows in history that have ever, a show, you know, actors yeah, yeah, get yeah. it, directors get it, technicians get it. Shows don't get a lifetime achievement. There's only been two other shows in history that have ever gotten one, 60 Minutes and Sesame Street. 
Wow. And so we were the third to get it. We were just out there. But you're right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> more than more than I think anybody on the cast, like that was a norm award. Because he was the first guy. Yeah. Right. He was the very first guy standing next to Bob Vila, who was not supposed to be on the show. He was Bob Vila was the guy and he was going to do everything and talk to the contractors or whatever. And very quickly, like after three days, a director was like, Okay, put a put a microphone on the carpenter who knows what's going on. And Norm was like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like literally they're on a scaffolding when he was working and someone came up and slipped a mic up his shirt and said, and he's like, What's going on? He's like, just don't worry about it. <laughs> they like tricked him <laughs> yeah, into yeah. being uh, they tricked all of us into all of us. Yeah, we're all tricked into doing it. Because <laughs> and so he's like, What's going on? And he's like, just don't worry about it. Just keep doing what you're doing. Tell Bob what's going on. Makes me want to wear a mic more often I just be like that. oh no I brought my own yeah, just, just in case you get your chance be like no 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 I'm, work in I'm the ready. door at Nick's yeah yeah I'm mic'd up yeah. hi I'm, I'm the producer go. from the Tonight Show oh yeah I'm all mic'd up already <laughs> I'm go ready ahead. to rumble let's do this <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. You know, might, here turn me on you yeah, know yeah, here yeah. by my butt you know click the button that might get you on local cable so <laughs> when they right. when they um I think timing, 20 years. So th- when you started, were they already, was everything already all digital? They were done with film, no. right? No. St- I was going to say it was, that. It wasn't film, but it was tape, and it wasn't tape. HD. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I know was because we were just going through contracts up with the rights, and we had to kind of figure out how many shows you can rebroadcast. Uh, how, you, how many shows can you stream? Oh. Because when you stream, you got to deliver it a whole different way, and everything's streaming now, you know? Yeah. So you could still actually get tape stuff up there, uh, you know, PBS and Dex, all that, but it doesn't look good on 70 inch TVs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so it's just a weird thing that every season I've filmed was digital, you know, um, you know, high def digital. And, yeah. and it's gotten better since I started, but you can still throw my stuff up. But you can't use the Bob Vila years well. Like yeah. You got the black yeah, yeah. boxes on either side. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of great. It's very historical footage and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because I, I, I did a bunch of film work and, you know, the comfort of the digital, like, hold on, just start, like we just, you know, like we, we had a little flub in the beginning right. from me. So we restarted and that's so easy now. You know what I mean? But I yeah. can't imagine, you know, I was always very nervous. We, I did do one where the filmmaker wanted, I use actual film that had to be developed and, it was so nerve wracking because every take mattered, you know, what yeah, I mean? like, every take because mattered. it was money, you know, yeah. every take was money. It wasn't like, all right, hold on. We'll just back this up and reshoot. You yeah. Know, delete. Shoot. Yeah. Delete the old every, file. An hour of everything you do is on a little SD card, you know? Yeah. And it, you know, so. Yeah. And if I could digress, cause you, you said you did some film work or back you know, yeah. to put it in perspective for people, if I could just give a little origin story before my time, obviously, but the guy who started this old house, Russ Morash, who also started New Yankee workshop, um, and Julia Child, the cooking show. Like oh, he was wow. the guy who started that. And it's just he's the father of how to television. There's a couple things about back then the technology that drove what happened. The Victory Garden was one of these shows, gardening show. I remember that. Right? Yeah. I love the Victory Garden. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah, my mom did too. She watched it all the time. So he's a PBS producer at WGBH in Boston. And he's already done Julia Child, which is in a studio and all that kind of stuff. And then Victory Garden comes along and they're like, where's the Victory Garden going to be? So they took those giant cameras that you see in the old footage of like, you know, the Tonight Show or whatever, they're on wheels. Yeah, and the guy's yeah. got the two handles, like he's riding a Harley, high bar, whatever they'll call mm-hmm. it. They rolled one of those things out of the studio into the parking lot of GBH and where the cord stopped, they're like, build a garden here. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. They're that like, that, we the- can't go any further than this. <laughs> 
So get <laughs> so get some wood, build this thing, put some dirt. Like that's the victory. That's where we're good. Like that was it. And then the other thing is our show is like these long continuous takes. It was right where you follow the host, and my job is to pull the cameraman with me. Yeah. And he can't see stuff that I don't touch. So we learn how to quickly come up to people, ask them questions. Never you know never cut it. Never break a take. Keep going on. Yeah, it's a very deliberate style. It's very sort of this old house. Yeah, when Russ was doing this early on. Because stuff was on tape, the editing process was cut and tape. Yeah, like, that's literally, literally, yeah. literally splicing yeah. tape. Splice and tape. Like yeah. that's laborious, right? Yep. And he's like, this is BS. I don't I hate this. Like, we're not cutting. We're just going. Just <laughs> I want going. an eight-minute scene continuous because I don't want to have to do snip and tape. Like, let's just go. So this guy's we, like, if Scorsese can do it, I can do it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he would beat it into us. Like, I was <laughs> doing a scene next to a woman with kitchen designer, and she and I are talking next to each other in the kitchen. And out of nowhere, the cat who's in the in the room that's on the floor jumps up like cats can lands on the counter between the two of us in the scene and i am so beaten by this guy to be like stay in a scene i just stay with it i'm just like so do you use backsplash Todd? does the subway work and the cat's sitting there like <laughs> the nowhere there, like licking his balls like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the scene ends and i'm like thumping my chest like dude i stayed in it that was awesome yeah. and he comes over and says, what'd you do and I was like, what do you mean? I stayed in it. I didn't break the scene. And he's like, if you see a cat, acknowledge a cat. And I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to say something about the cat? He's like, yeah, you're supposed to say something about the cat. I didn't know I was supposed to say something. Why didn't you tell me I should say something about the cat? How did the cat become the elephant in the room, you know? Yeah, he's exactly. ignoring it. He's so, ignoring the cat. We've been around for so long. like that. Like it, we, how, What we do is informed by the old technology. Yeah. That's all changed now. So anyway, but yeah. that must, I mean... It's like, um, you know, I, I'm a musician, so I, I've played with a lot of older musicians that are you know, 20 years older than me that have done a lot of recording, you know, in studios. And it was the same thing back then. It was like you went into a studio and you knew your part that you were going to play because oh, yeah. you were getting a take. You weren't going to play a line and mess it up and then go back and punch it in. It was like you learn it. So, I mean, that must have made you a better host i would imagine but just generally i have i have got with all humility i have got skills and sort of muscle development um if you will that is, they're, they're completely useless talents now because you don't have to do that anymore right <laughs> but i've got them and stuff like that i got and, tons of those yeah. yeah i got tons of useless yeah. stuff i can do yeah. but it's good to have right it's better to it have is. it and then every once in a while we do live stuff you know like the today show or the tonight show asks us to come on and all yeah. this stuff and that stuff's live like today is live and tonight show is live to tape and like so, if if they need somebody to stay in a scene no matter what, they're always just like, oh, yeah, "Kevin's our guy." You're the guy. Like he'll remember his lines, and now he knows to acknowledge the cat. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> yeah. so if someone's finger gets cut off, like yeah. don't break the scene, but at least acknowledge. Yeah, hey, like, sorry about your finger. Yeah, anyway, somebody get this guy a band aid. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> so it helps, but it's it's not necessary. But yeah. that's the best part of my like. That's my favorite part. That's cool. Like I get bummed when people cut scenes. I'm like, oh come on, man. Like, let's go done for it. it. Yeah. And you said it. the religious rule: never cut yourself. That's the main thing. You know, never. You ne- you never decide that you made a mistake and decide yeah. I'm gonna, I'm done we gotta start over like never you never just do keep, that no you always keep going keep until going. the director says stop that's, yeah. a, that's yeah. something I learned the hard way was there a point in um in in you know the first after you'd been doing hosting the show for a while where you were kind of like all right I got this now like you settled in and you're just like like how long did that take till you were like yeah all right <sighs> I don't know it definitely was years couple years or whatever it wasn't. It wasn't super long, but it definitely was a couple of years to really know that, yeah. like, I get through anything. Yeah. And uh, 
uh, my mind just happens to work that way. I'm fortunate. Like I've got people, you know, guys who just they'll never break a scene if they're working with their hands. Like if Tommy Silva is doing something with his hands, like his mind is free and clear, yeah. and he's just flying. Yeah, right? you just can't. Like he's like he'll he'll stay in it no matter what. Yeah, if he's got to sit there and stand to deliver like uh, something else, someone wrote. You know, he'd be like, "Oh shoot, I screwed that," and stop completely, stop. And my mind works the other way. Yeah, I'm like, if it's up in my head, I'll just roll with it. But if I'm using a chop saw and I screw something up, I'm gonna be, "Oh shoot, I'll break it." Yeah. <laughs> so it I, it was definitely a, a season or two, maybe three or four. I don't really remember. Yeah. It came pretty quickly, but when it comes, it becomes self reinforcing. Yeah. You know, then you try new stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, look, I just walked that type rope. Let's make it a little yeah. smaller. Let's yeah. make it a little longer. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is pretty cool. Did you have any kind of like theater experience no. or stage experience? Anything nothing. before? Nothing. No. Zero. I joke like I wasn't even in a, the, a home video. And yeah. you knew nothing about football or baseball. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> yeah, to be clear. I, I played a lot of sports. Yeah. You know, I just didn't care to it's watch just such them. a lucky break. It's yeah. just it's awesome. It's great. And, and followed by skill. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not just the, it's just the in is, you know, that's like me writing you know, to Gourmet Magazine about, I'm not sure how to make a, you know, a, a certain sauce. And all of a sudden the phone rings. It's like, hey, Richard, uh, yeah. that sauce you wrote in about, I would be like, what? what? Me? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the chutzpah to take the leap and, and believe in yourself enough to do yeah. it and, and go for it. You know, I mean. But hold my seat. Yeah. But yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know the chutzpah. Yeah. Like, yeah but, I mean, hopefully, like I tell my kids this, but it's like there's no better time to take risk. Yeah. Like that's when you do it. For sure. Right? Like there was plenty that, there was plenty that was going to catch me. Yeah. So. And, and when, uh, so like, obviously to, to, you seem like a, the most down to earth dude I've ever met. Uh, <laughs> but I mean the fame thing and people coming up to you, recognizing you and asking for autographs and pictures and all that. How did, uh, a, did it freak you out at first? B, do you like it when that happens? Not like it when that happens? Uh, C, uh, I don't know what's it's it like. Question. What's it like? <laughs> part, part C, one B. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't freak me out at all. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, and it doesn't like get the endorphins going either. Yeah. Um, and for a couple of reasons, I, I again, I was hanging out with the best of the best. Like these guys don't care. Yeah. Right. Nobody in my business who I work with is a TV first person. Right, yeah. they're all just contractors, and they all stumbled into it. Like to a person, I could tell you their origin stories, and they all just stumbled into it. Yeah. And if we get whiff of somebody who we're working with who wants to be on TV, they're done. Like on the yeah. spot, right? Like, right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We don't want that. They're hamming it up yeah, a little too yeah, much. No, or getting a little that, right. too like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. they like they pre-planned with their exactly. jokes in advance. Yeah, different yeah. guy than the guy you were talking to outside in the parking lot. Totally. Yeah. The, the, totally you know, right. it's like the red light. Hey, oh, you know, they get all, yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, but if they bust a scene because they want to get, you know, wonky about OGs and moldings and we're just like, oh, cool. Like, all right, yeah. that's, oh, now we that's, yeah, let's get in the real stuff. So yeah. I was around those guys. Yeah. But then you got to also understand that in terms of like what it's like, like the people who watch us are, they're PBS people kind right. of, it's a PBS yeah. show. Yeah. And they're just, they're so darn nice. And they don't like us because we're sexy, obviously, or young. Wait, you're or not? <laughs> I, I'm kind of I just, find you attractive. I, yeah, you I know, mean, in my own way. Just a bunch Sorry, of fat Patty. old white guys. Just fat <laughs> old white guys playing with power tools. They just, like, they just, they like it. <laughs> but when you say it that way, it's a really funny concept for us. A bunch of fat but, old white but guys our, play with power tools. What I would be most one, I, I don't know, like, do they, do you get a lot of people come up and be like, you know what you should do? 
Like, oh yeah, how about that? Too? A, they, in any industry, if you're like the owner of a business or yeah. or a public figure, yeah. I get you know you get that. You they know they I mean? do it to you on social for sure. Oh yeah, they don't do it in person. Yeah. Oh good. Okay. There's, there's a couple times they did in person, which I'll tell you, but they don't do it in person generally. And and for the most part, the number one thing we get from people, the number one thing we get when they come up to us is they say thank you. That's awesome because they all. We got them all through a plumbing project or a home renovation or a window. Ch- they all say thank you. And yeah. so, like, when your level of celebrity is people coming up to you and just being like, hey, aren't you the guy that, oh, thank you. Or, yeah. I grew up watching the show with my dad. Yeah. Like I they just, say the two yeah, nicest yeah. things. I just remembered. My wife says thank you, by the way, <laughs> for, <laughs> for learning how to do all this. Yeah, yeah like, that's it. it. Like, yeah. people legit, like, yeah. that's what the thing is about. Yeah. So, the only one who ever screamed at us and told us what to do was a New York City cop. Well, they, they would scream anyways, yeah, probably. So. They would. But we were doing a show down in Grand Central Station, like an appearance thing or whatever, and they were out back taking a break, and the cops were out there talking. Cops and firemen love us because they're all tradespeople because they got that shift, right? right? Yeah. Like 48 hours on, a couple of days off, so a lot of them are in it. And we had this thing on Ask This Old House, which is us trying to be funny called What Is It? They throw some crap on the table. We try to make funny jokes. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah. that segment, yeah. And this guy comes up to us, you know, in the heavy accent, and he's like, hey, Knock it off. This shit ain't funny. Okay? You're not funny. You're plumbers. You're carpenters. Knock it off. Don't do it. All right? And he wasn't like joking. He was just like, stop now, or my boys and I are coming to get you. you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> and we tried to riff with him. He's like, oh, yeah, but then you like one. He's like, no, don't do it. You're not funny. You have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> It's not, you oh know. my God! Yeah. Other than that, oh, people are super, yeah. super nice. It's so funny, it's Rich and I, on a very, very, very small scale, have been experiencing a slight touch of that with this podcast in the streets. You know, we have some, some yeah. fan, I have a, a decent fan base now, and and you know, yeah. people come up and say, and it's like. God, that's it is. It's really nice when people come and just you have random strangers coming up to you and saying nice things to you. Yeah, there's I was weird. Nothing out wrong at first, about you know. the only time it weirded me out was when a friend of mine texted me. I was in Persephone's and it was a rainy day. I was like low key with my hat down. I was just waking up having coffee. And a buddy of mine texts me a picture of me. I've been there for like 10 minutes from the side of me sitting there. And I'm like, and he's like, but my buddy's in Providence. He's like, you've been spotted. I'm like, what the hell is this? He's like, yeah, a buddy of mine's a fan of your podcast, and he saw you. He's out, and I took your picture and sent it to me. I'm like, okay, that's a little weird, but <laughs> yeah. that was the only time it freaked me the out. The first, I, well, I first time I was ever asked for an autograph for a, I was at like this independent, you know, film thing, and but there's these obscure pockets of these cult people who like be horror movies and stuff like that, and I literally was like. Wait, you're serious? What? Yeah, yeah. You know, and let me tell you, those people are not middle-aged fat white guys. You know, doing home projects are <laughs> no. very different. So yeah, I was right. a little bit like off, but you know, interesting. Even this, I get nervous. You know, yeah, it's a, not nervous, but you know, and the live thing. We did a live show. I, I don't know. That made me really nervous. And well, Mark ditched me. Rich had never been on stage. I mean, I've been a musician on stage, you know, my whole life since I was a kid. I'm a ham. <laughs> and uh, Rich had never been on on in front of a live audience, though, before. And I'm like, don't worry about it, dude. I'm like, I got you. I'll be there. I'll lead it. You just do what you do. I'll take, you know, I'll be yeah. that guy. And uh, I was also running the audio, as I do. And uh, th- something happened, a miscue, or something was wrong with the sound. I had to go off. Like, right when we got on stage, a mic wasn't working. Four seconds. Four seconds. Hey, hang in there, Rich. I'll I'm be like, right back. I'm like, hey, I'll be right back. And I <laughs> left him all by himself up there, and he's just like, okay. <laughs> and he did great. He covered. He said some yeah, cool, know, funny I'm stuff. I'm not surprised. But, yeah. but, oh, man. Yeah. So well, weird. I will tell you, um, I've listened to a couple of my 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 middle son, my, actually my youngest son, Liam, he listened to a whole bunch of them. He loved it. Oh, cool. He gets into it. And- 
my oldest worked with Hank for a little oh. bit, and so they would listen to all the Hank stuff. And Liam was like, "Ah, oh, I gotta get more of this. Like, where, where the fish? Where the fish?" Uh, but I listened to you guys on the on the ride out this weekend when I came out, and I was listening to the Dave Turner one. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Dave, man, that was a good one. Who, who we know and and Rosemary and whatever. Yeah, uh, but I will tell you. So critically, I was also listening to it. Oh, as okay. a guy in the industry, yeah. And I'm giving you guys props, A plus. Oh, thanks, thanks man. The, right. the voices are great. Thank you. All right. The the banter's awesome. Thanks. The whole thing is legit authentic. It's very comfortable to listen to. And you, you got something. You legitimately got something. So oh, it does wow. not surprise me that someone's snapping a photo of you or that you got a little following or whatever. Oh, and it's yeah, not thanks. hard. It's not easy to do. Like it's technically everything's easy to do, but the thing that's not easy is that not technical part, which is the, the authentic, the genuine, the kind of the good questions, the laugh and all. It's good. So Thank you. Yeah. That but, means a lot coming from you. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I paid attention to it legitimately, like critically. It's like, okay, because we had to do a podcast <laughs> on them all the time. And I was just Yeah, like, I bet. And you can tell when people both take it seriously, but you can also tell when people have a natural thing for it. And you guys do. Oh, Thank you so much. Can I get a fun. picture now? Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You, you know what? You know what? Let's all take our shirt. I was there too. Need to do on your podcast. <laughs> take it off. Oh my god! Uh, you <laughs> know what the funny thing is? Like, he, I think he's blushing. Is he? He, has he a, is absolutely know, blushing. Look he at him. He has made him blush. another. He has another character, so he's more visible. For me, what's funny is people pick up on the voice. Like they don't pick me out of the crowd, but then all of a sudden I'll be in the. I was in Stop and Shop, and I'm like, uh, "Oh, can I help you reach that?" It was a. I think it was a woman trying to reach on the top. She goes. Oh, Wait, I know that voice. Yeah. You, you know, I listen to you, and it was like, kind of like weird. I'm like, you know, my voice, like, but that's it's what a, triggered him. You know, it's yeah, a good it's, voice, you know. dude. I'm telling you, it's oh, a good thanks. voice. It's, it's uh, very different than yours, and it's good in a different way. But it definitely is a distinctive one. But it's a good voice. It's thank good. you. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. Thank, um, you very, thank you very much. Since we're on the topic of celebrities, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> Not the Billy Joel have, story. Do you again. have any funny <laughs> celebrity stories that you want to tell, or you could tell? Oh man. Uh, I don't hang with them a lot, to be honest with you. Um, funny celebrities? Or any stories? cool ones. Anyone anyone that you're just like, oh, that guy was cool. Well, you think she about cool. it. I, you know. oh. I got a funny brother-in-law story for you. John, right? Uh, my brother-in-law. John yeah, Feet. your brother-in-law. Yeah. John oh, let's Feet. hear that. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm thinking it's his rehearsal dinner. He's married, right? Yeah. I think it was his rehearsal dinner because he set up and played guitar in the restaurant and everything, and I think it was his. But um, so when we were probably, oh, I'm going to go at like 16 I don't know how old is he. Is he the same age as you? Similar? He's exa- I think he's exactly my age. Fifty. So am I. So. It's amazing. We're both so fit. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can put your shirt back on now. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you can see I, when I said take it off, I didn't say keep it off. Yeah, just, yes. 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 just for the picture. Yeah. 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 Okay. I got a twelve pack abs. Um, so I was probably like sixteen because I just got my driver's license. I just thought it was the coolest thing, and I was driving around and um. I was playing a Fat Boys cassette. Oh, yeah. The early days of rap music. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the beatboxing. Yeah, yeah, beatboxing. And I was blasting it at like 1.30 in the morning outside the number one cafe, which used to be the old Eli's. It was a little cafe that did late night. Maybe you would get grilled cheese with tomato there Ooh. and never remember even ate the thing. And I, it, for some reason, he pulled up to me and goes, that music is shit. I ought to just kick your ass right now. And I was literally <laughs> like, I was terrified. You know, I was. he was, you know, just bigger and fitter and i thought for sure he's gonna kick my ass and then and then there we were you know many years later and i'm i know i'm doing the rehearsal dinner and he's setting up his guitar in the restaurant but that's I'll funny never forget him telling me he's gonna kill me well john like, just, i will kill you i was like huh <laughs> <laughs> john was actually 
uh, one of my first musical heroes on Block Island because he used yeah. to play with a guy named Pete McConnell oh, out yeah. here. Do you remember Pete at all in those days? Uh, I, I didn't know him back then when he was out here, but he came out for the wedding. Uh, Pete played he uh, did. at John and Amanda's wedding. And yeah. did a phenomenal and amazing thing. And there were a couple Block Island bashes where he was out playing and stuff like that. So yeah. I know him from that. He, and they were for the they played the broiler a lot. Well, yeah. what's, what was the broiler or Mohegan know, Cafe Mohegan now? Cafe yeah. now yeah. Um, yeah, in fact, uh, in I think it was 94, I came out to visit uh, the, some of the Finns crew, Dave Poggy, my buddies that worked there. Yeah. I, I wasn't living here at the, uh, yet. And um, they're like, my buddy Dave was like, you got to see these two guys. You got, and they took me to the Mohegan. They were playing there. And I was, they were playing like every Grateful Dead song in the book they knew. And I was just blown. I was like, oh my God, I want to be those guys. Yeah, he's legit. Yeah. He's legit. He's, yeah. And him and Pete together were just like really amazing. Some listeners sent me an old picture. I think I have a picture of them at the broiler. Yeah. I don't know if I put it up on social yet. but I think you showed it to me, though. We should. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'm for, I get a John concert like three times a year. Yeah. You you're know, lucky, man. Because Mike, his dad is like, yeah, John pull out the guitar. John's like, really? You know, we're sitting after dinner, or whatever. But it, you know, his parents are just everyone loves it. But you know, they're parents, so they're just like, John, play for us. You know? Yeah, we just did a family reunion on Kathleen's side at, at our house, um, and him and his cousin played and all that. And he brings the gear and he just whips it out. And now yeah. he's got now he's got the little nephews, his nephews, like Benjamin, you know, playing with him and stuff like that, which is very cool. To That's say, cool. You know, Passing that. it down, totally. Yeah. yeah, super talented, you know, on the guitar and stuff. So I, we're, I'm very fortunate. We don't have any music on my side of the family. Yeah, so it's not nice to have that and, That's, he, and he keeps it going yeah. he, he's the man i'll yep. tell you he's it and so um what do you what what do you do what are you gonna do today what, what's your typical block island day like now that you're here and it's you know uh, you're a beach person you're beach total yeah, beach, beach person. guys absolutely We're, beach person which beach uh kid beach kid beach because right. of because of our kids yeah and it's kind of funny i know they're gonna hear this but you know katie and mike we always went north of uh, north of state between Scotch, so yep. that so that last cut in the parking lot, yep. that was always our spot or whatever. But then when our kids started hanging with all their buddies out here, we started going down there, and also Kathleen's next to all of her girlfriends and yeah. stuff like that. So now we go down there, and Katie and Mike are like, "Well, that beach is rocks," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know, but it has kids." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's what wins. Yeah. Half the fun is yeah. not in the water, right? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, yeah. and since you guys don't swim, and I have kids, <laughs> we're going to kids, we're going to kids beach. See, see where I'm going with this, guys? See, see, that's why we have so, so much beach discussion on this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Somebody threw me another one. There's there's Monument Beach. What the hell's that? There's the monument after. Sorry, we go off on yeah. what beach is what. So you call it kids beach. We call it baby beach. I think same well, thing. we call the baby beach. But we've, now they're not babies. No, they're not babies. And so a couple of yeah. our kids are like, no, it's not baby beach. It's We're not beach. babies. We're yeah. not yeah. babies. It's family yeah. beach. Yeah. Yeah. Baby beach. But uh, the monument, there's a monument like as you come up from Yellow Kittens. Yeah. The one with the, the bench. Uh, in front of that up. is Monument Beach. That's Monument Beach. Oh. So, all right. Off on a tangent. I thought that was Surf Beach. That, uh, there's supposedly there's Surf Beach, then it's Monument uh, Beach, and, and, then, then, and then it's the stairs, stairs, and then it's Stair Beach, and then it's what? Rich Baby Beach. Baby. Kids. Well, now it's Kids now Beach. It's kids apparently, beach everybody's Baby making beach. up their own names. As they <laughs> but go that's along. one of the things we talk about. It. We're trying to get to the bottom of what the hell do you call all these places? Like everyone's yeah. got a different name for things. Totally. Like you know, like, this old beach. This old beach, mm-hmm. like, which is your thing, guy. You like you know this, right? That's the that no. Is, that's the problem. We don't. That's your. That's your like. <laughs> Embryonic fluid, like that's what protects you guys. Like you change shit or stuff around. Yeah. And oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah, I'm still yeah, asking yeah. people, like what road? They're just like, oh, it's you know Dwayne's road. I was like, right. what is that? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's right after yeah, yeah. you know Water Street. I was like, what? Why did when did it stop becoming Water Street? Dwayne's road or whatever it's called. Right. Yeah. Dodge Street or something like that. my kids go to Dodge Street. Uh, Dodge Street. Like this that's, is Dodge Street. 
but that whatever. I'm not. I I'm not going to. If I were talking exactly. about Joe Sprague as the chief of the fire department, and the, the, I'm new to the fire department, uh, and I and the, the call comes out, and they're trying to give directions to the house that's on fire, and he's like. Well, you take that third left after Old Man Johnson's bond, and I'm like, "What? Can yeah, you, can you? Yeah, basically, I'm like, I'll look for the flames. You yeah, know, I'll, just, I'll yeah. find it with a glow in the sky. But you know, the, given the directions based yeah. on like three generations ago, like whatever his grandfather yeah. called the house, it's, yeah. you know, it's it, Old Man Toomey's place, not his house, but the old house, Old Man Old Man Toomey's old house. You yeah. know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. huh? Wait, what? I don't even know who he is. Like, yeah. You know, but it's it's funny block island. And stuff. forget trying to explain like how fire numbers work to people. Like, oh yeah, the fire yeah. numbers on that way. They're like, but what do you yeah. mean? It's not like a street address. You're like, no, you can't. It's just how yeah, they yeah, find. But it, it kind of is. It kind I mean, of is. That's the you yeah. know. But it's, it's, people ask us where we're renting. You know, and yeah. I'm like, oh, it's it's that White House on Southeast Road, and they're like, huh? You know, <laughs> yeah. and then you know, I'm just like, well, uh, the McEntees own it. They're like, huh? You know, <laughs> and then they name the person who owned it four owners ago. Yeah, and yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, the Smith House. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. really? Exactly. Yeah. That's when what I'm it, talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, okay. Smiths have been dead for forty years. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. you know, but yeah. you know, if anyone that's... drank in the Smiths House one night. Like it'll be forever named. That was it. That's <laughs> what it's <laughs> called. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it's out. You guys do the glass float thing. Do you ever go hunting for those? So do you know? I don't know if you know my glass float story. No, uh, uh, let's no. Hear it. I'm just shooting in the dark here. So we're filming this old house over in Rhode Island with. Uh, Can you stop going back to the show over and over? No, I'm just <laughs> oh, kidding. Jeez. Yeah. Jeff Sweener was one of our guest contractors. It was phenomenal. It was a great business. We've done a couple projects with him over there. But uh, we are doing Narragansett in a house, and we're always looking for side stories. And so we're aware of, I'm aware of the glass float thing. Yeah. And Evan's shop is right over there. Yeah. So I tell our producers, like, hey, there's a cool story. There's a local artisan. He's down the street from the house we're working on. He does it, da-da-da. And they're like, oh, that's really cool. So we go to his shop to film him making these things. And we love that stuff. People work with the hands, craft. It's not yeah. a house, but sideshow. And he gives me 10 of them. And we take the homeowners. And he says, you guys got to go hide these. So we became, you know, people who hid the glass floats over here. So we brought the cameras over to Block Island. We took the homeowners. We filmed the scene, both making them and then hiding them. And I will oh, tell cool. you that, like our homeowners were so useless hiding them. <laughs> <laughs> I, had them in a, I had them in a backpack. And like when I was on the ferry, it was off season. People were on the boat. Yeah. And they were like, oh, what are you guys doing here? I'm, we didn't want to say anything. Because right. I'm like, oh, just, you know, whatever. We got cameras and it's only the nonsense. And they're like, oh, we just flew in and we're doing this glass float thing. And I got 10 of them jingling around my backpack. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Do you guys have any tips on where they are? And I was like. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not yet. But anyway, so the homeowners were so useless hiding these things, like just lazy and just putting them. Like I was like, okay, we're done. Like I let them hide three, and then I was like, we're done. Like, this is not. This is not in keeping with the mission. Like these things are going to be scooped up by those people on the boat. You're like, looks pretty yeah. sitting up on the top rock yeah, 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 on the stone yeah. wall. Look how yeah, gorgeous. You're like yelling at them. Yeah, you're missing the point. Oh. Right. So I just shut them off, but now I'm left with seven. You know, and I got to hide these things. So we passed them out and gave them to, you know, parents and stuff like that. Like okay, you guys got to do that. We hit a couple ourselves. I didn't want. I didn't feel like I should hide well, all seven. We, but we found one legit. Oh, you did before that. We didn't yeah, find yeah. one of ours. But before <laughs> that, we found one legit. And I was before we found. I was like, yeah, that's cool. But I kind of was like, this is stupid, man. They could be anywhere. Like yeah. this is like you got to you got to narrow this down. Like this is a bad plan. Like you got to tell us this path or that part. Blah blah blah. blah. And then I found. I was like, oh my god, this oh, is awesome. Oh my god, <laughs> this is the best tradition. 
question ever. Yeah. Like, we got to do this. It's amazing to see the passion, the, the passion, and the phenomenon that this thing's been. Yeah. We had Evan on um, earlier this season, and it's like, damn, man, what a guy. What a thing. And a good thing. story about Amazing story. Coming to, well, yeah. I won't spoil it. Go back and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, go back and listen. But you're yeah. right. Like, what a guy. Yep. Like, what an amazing thing he's done and continues to do. Yeah. Like, for, like, Every right reason. Check every box. All of it. Oh, that too? Yeah. Damn. And again, you know, I don't want to give it all away, but um, he had a touch of um, luck and bad luck. Remember, the the boss had told him to throw away all the paperweights? Yeah. And because there was a flaw in them, he was working for someone else. And he said, I can't throw these away. I'm just going to go hide them on a beach somewhere. Oh, I hadn't heard that part. And then there was a tragedy out here that really affected him. And he felt Block Island needed a a third dimension besides party and beach. Yes. And it's really, it was a great story about how he, um, you know, and he was kind of choked, you know, I wouldn't say choked up, but he was definitely like. I was. Yeah, I was too. And he was was definitely like, I I don't think I've ever told anybody this story. Yeah, he told that. That was exclusive on our our thing. But it was cool. It's really neat. I'm definitely. Listen to that one too. I'll yeah. see if you guys' voices hold up a second time. Yeah, <laughs> we, 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 no, but I mean, that's like that's when you know this like the universe is spinning in the right direction. Yeah, like shit, like stuff like that happens. Yeah, yeah. okay, no. okay, we're gonna be all right. You know, yeah. he used like I said a little bad luck that he was experienced, a little good luck of the the hiding those things. And yeah, then, and then the creativity and the opportunity, and he happened to pick Block Island. And I mean, I think that's really a cool thing. I do too. And like back to our earlier discussion about you know creating your own luck and good things happening, good people and all that kind of stuff. I really do. I think that like you know uh, any creative thing or any inter- you know anything you do uh, creatively or whatever it, if it comes from a pure place like it's got legs you know like it's gonna yeah you know if you if you believe in it enough that it's got a chance to go out and spread its tendrils out and touch people which is you know yeah. that's the, what else are you gonna do it for i mean you know like again you're passionate about this show it happened for you and again i i don't know maybe you have an agent maybe you're like you know all this stuff but i'm sure is it still for you at the root of it it's like you're doing it because you love it yeah i mean I, I i gotta be honest it's a job right it is it's right. Yeah, yeah. a job like yeah. you gotta show up Even and all this that podcast kind of is a job everything's you know? yeah. like you gotta like yeah. you gotta like you gotta stay in it right yeah and you can't be you, can't, you gotta stay in it right so you gotta work out and all that kind of stuff but i do like it does not leave me on any day like oh but it's a really good job yeah because like it gets me fired up i like it i get to work with phenomenal people and we are in this kind of weird place where we yeah. just don't get bounced around in the tv world yeah you know we just don't have those things that come at most people in television which yeah. is just a goofy business and it's so weird dude like i was looking at some old shows you know a couple of months ago and like i was like gilligan's island you know it right yeah everybody knows gilligan and gilligan's island three seasons yeah that's it. Oh, really? I exactly. I didn't know that. Yeah, we had a producer give us that lecture when we hit year four of Astis Old House, our fourth season of that. He listed, or maybe it was five. He li- he goes, all right. We start off the meetings like Gilligan's Island, Brady Bunch, you know. And he listed these, yeah. like, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you've all been on longer than all of them now, right? Wow. And you're like, wow, like that's when it dawns on you. Everything gets canceled. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just a churn. Right? Yeah, like, you know, bring it on, big hit, get rid of it. Yeah. Well, and I think part of the thing there too is probably the everyone involved has a bit of a passion. You know what I mean? And I think that helps because I think if you get a successful show that's just actors acting out scripts, you know, somebody's going to get, well, I want more money or I deserve this or that or the other thing. And they're there for the, they're there for the paycheck and everybody thinks they're the most important one. And I get the vibe that everybody on that show is important and you're all good at balancing up. So my opener, 
there's a plumber on the show who's been on there forever before you even maybe oh yeah his, oh yeah his father was on the first episode but he was in the background so he's been with us since the origin it's 1970 and his name is richard trithui oh. spelled exactly the same as my name except the a y at the end is an e y okay so he spells it and pronounces it wrong, but I stopped <laughs> correcting him. So I never. I lived on the west side, landline phones only, and the phone would ring once a week. Are you the, Are you the plumber from the? I'm like, get out of here. Are you a fat middle aged white guy? No, I didn't. But um, yeah, really, would, yeah, yeah. The people would have the gall to just pick up the you know look, look through the phone book and see my name. I'm I'm thinking, who? How do you even? Are you searching, or did you just come across my name in the phone book? But. Yeah, so I would get calls on the old Block Island 466 number asking if I was him. But because they just want, because they were possible fans or they wanted you to come do plumbing work at their house? I think they wanted me to do plumbing work. Or or maybe they were, at the time, on that cutting edge of the... uh, the very first on-demand hot water heater, you know, oh, stuff that because oh. that's the, the the show does stay cutting edge. So yeah. I mean, you know, if you're if anybody's going to know what's coming, they yeah. do. And so it was just really bizarre that it happened a, a few. It was that, and my phone number was one r- number off from Rustic Rides. So oh, I would get calls. To <laughs> wow, Horse, yeah. horses or plumbing? <laughs> the, 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 yeah, first, first call. Would be, yeah. yeah. So towards the end, I just started answering the questions as best <laughs> I could. Is this Richard Trithui? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it but, is. But you know, so it's funny because <laughs> because of that, I knew your name before we ever met which was just now but i mean sharkies was yes so So that story you know (laughs) but it always had you know richard trethaway and yeah trethaway whenever the story was told like i would correct them but i just always remember it's like oh my god there's another trethaway on the island yeah so he the plumber not me right i'm working and walter filkins was buds with him and all of a sudden, Richard Trithui from this old house shows up at the back door of the restaurant. Oh, my God. And he goes, hi, I'm Richard Trithui. And I <laughs> slapped him so hard. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> now we can get on with things. Yeah. No, but um, the uh, he the show had done, this is before there was uh, dot coms and all the, what, what do they call the genealogy stuff now? Ancestry.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. and me and whatever. And I think the show had done uh, a genealogy on the family name. So oh. it is the same name. It's just, you know, a letter got goofed up at sure. Ellis Island somewhere back in the day. So we're both from Nova you know, Scotia? Uh, Cornwall, England. Cor- oh, yeah. Cornwall, England, I believe. But he brought me the whole. This whole lineage of all the Trethaways from Cornwall, England, that wow. the show, and it was you know the old days. It was like this stack of you know papers. And, yeah, you know it was really nice to me. It was a nice thing for him cool. to stop by and do. He goes, you know, he's like, "Are you Rich Trethaway? I'm Rich Trethaway." And I was like, "Oh, you know, <laughs> that's super cool." And he knows his lineage because his family ends up in Canada, Nova Scotia. I may get it wrong, Rich. Sorry, but then they come down to Boston, and so he's he's fourth generation plumber, right? And so his great grandfather, I guess it is, is in Boston and is a fireman. Right, that's that's work. Yeah, you know, and they like go out on a limb to get into the hottest new thing. They're just like, all right, there's opportunity here. Maybe we should switch careers. We're gonna try our hand at this thing called plumbing. So <laughs> they, like, they literally got into it before plumbing was like a thing. You know, yeah. and that, the three brothers started back then because of that. That thing's know? called wow. a toilet. Yeah, everybody's gonna want one. Everyone's gonna want. Like they, everybody, they legit. He's got stories about like they used to manufacture toilets and stamp Trithui on it. Like the like the plumbers would order up toilets and the place you know three neighborhoods over in Roslindale was making toilets and they would put your name on it like. You know, people put names on boxes of cupcakes and bagels and stuff like that. Dude, I am so looking for an antique toilet with your right. that right? name on it, Wouldn't and I'm that... buying it for you. And today's item up for auction is a 1926 Trithui Lou. <laughs> and, you know, every time you got to do your thing, it, yeah. you come to mind. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of like the, uh, are we getting short on time? Oh, we don't yeah. want you to spend your whole day here, but um, we, we, yeah, we probably should get near to wrapping it up. One last quick little question slash comment. Um, talking about technology and building materials, I, I, you know, uh, I'm good friends with Charlie, and Charlie Weber, is a great, amazing home builder, great carpenter, such a skilled dude, and um. You know, I got in, I did some work on my own house, watch YouTube videos. I'm fairly handy. I'm da- just enough to be dangerous. But um, seeing like the technology and, and the building materials and all the stuff that's advancing, I mean, you've witnessed that over the years. It's it, it, it's pretty impressive, like what they can. I don't even know if I have a question here. I'm just saying it's <laughs> I mean, I'm like, wow, look at that. You don't have to even use I, nails anymore. You can just glue that thing. Or I just bought a new toy. And for for his wife. <laughs> well, yeah, I was just yeah, going to yeah, say, yeah. she'll probably gun, use it more than my wife. No, I got, all, I got her all that. Makes the brand, makes the, the trim, all that. I know what they're calling, how they work. Yeah. Um, but I've just bought, and I know this is so old school, but I just bought my first laser level. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a laser. I got know, one like, of those a couple years ago, oh building my, my tool shed in my yard. I and sound I was like an yep. idiot right now, but I mean, I was literally like, that's got to be you know. super cool. All yeah. right. So, yeah. Uh, now that I'm starting to sound like an idiot, maybe we should think about uh, wrapping things up here. What do you say? <laughs> I think that'd be a good All right. idea. Kevin, can we ask you to do a lightning round with us? We yeah, just do sure. a quick uh, short round of stupid questions. Lay it on me. Yeah. All right. You All got right. your. I usually ask the stupid questions, but you guys can go ahead okay i got mine up do you want me to go or you want to go you can go first okay all right kevin pineapple pizza or candy corn oh candy corn anything but pineapple pizza (laughs) yeah no no, that's a running joke on the set (laughs) oh Oh, really is it if things start going long someone says uh order the pizza that means we know we're going past dinner and then i turn to the photographer anthony who likes pineapple and i just give him a glare like and you're not coming (laughs) he's not ordering the. you're not ordering just to be clear just like every other guest i didn't do any research on you so i had no idea um what was your favorite subject in school Math. Math. What what dish do you cook the best? Hmm. Chicken marsala. Ooh. Nice one. All right. When it comes to museums, art museum or history museum? Totally history. History nice. major in college. No, you know, shade at Christine who deals in art and all that kind of stuff, but what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we looking at now? If it's an art museum that's got like stuff that's been made, yeah, you know, yeah. like the stuff yeah. like the the armor and the yeah. building stuff is an art. That's it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you're like but you're paintings mo- and yeah. stuff. I'm like, eh, let's go. Let's go see some. You're like, ah, I don't get it. What's that? This is like, who's the, this Picasso guy? I got an ear cave, over the, here. The caveman statues yeah. stabbing the yeah. statues, the, the buildings, dead animals, all that. Uh, learn by watching or learn by doing. Ooh. Got to do both, I think. Good like, answer. I definitely, I, so. I definitely watch, but you don't know until you do it. That's right. right. See one, do one, teach one. I'm yeah. a total fan of that. Do you know how to perform any magic tricks? Uh, just the bad ones with four-year-olds <laughs> where you pull stuff out of their ears. <laughs> do it well, and then like I top out at eight years old and just like, all right, you're creepy. Yeah. Uh, look, yeah. you got an orb in your ear or yeah. a glass float. <laughs> little, little stuff like that. <laughs> or the old, uh, the ubiquitous, uh, here, pull my finger. That's <laughs> my favorite magic trick to yeah. play with kids. Anyway. I, am, I am honing my skill on dad jokes because they bug, bug the hell out of my youngest. And I'm like, yeah. Right, I'll, 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 Are you I'll, good? I'll share some with you. I got some good ones. I drop them on them every once in a while. I and, hit them up at dinner last night. He knew one was coming, so I had to sneak it up on him and I got him good. He's what, like, what, oh my God. Oh. He's like, oh, dad. I was like, eh, what are you got to oh. gotta stay alert. You got to stay alert. <laughs> Do you judge on how effective a dad joke is by the eye roll? If you yeah. get the eye roll, you're like, that's success. Totally. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cool. yeah, the more obnoxious it is, the better. Amazing. Hey, thanks so much for taking a little time yeah. out with us on your uh, Block Island stay, and I uh, hope to run into you again. I don't think I've ever run into you out here, but I don't go anywhere, so that's you know my my thing. It's my fault. My bad. My bad. The pleasure yeah. was entirely mine, guys. Thanks cool. Very awesome. Much. Thank thanks you great so chat much. Great chat. Yeah, Absolutely. and uh, to you listeners, thanks for listening, and of course, reach out to us anytime you like at two guys on bi at gmail.com. and don't forget to follow us on all of the proper social media channels and uh, wherever you listen to our podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button but most importantly just tell your friends about it because yeah. that's how word spreads let them know all right what a great episode thanks again yeah. kevin thanks Pleasure, again. guys all right. thank you see you next week rich see you next week uh hey rich yeah what's up uh do you have a ball peen hammer i can borrow a, i have a bald head but N- no a, you know a ball peen hammer like they use in the mob movies i don't know Is it i just specifically I, for breaking kneecaps or i something? think so but i just i don't a, have one that's there, the answer I there's just a one. couple balls i need to peen in my house and i'm gonna go do that <laughs> all right that's gross